I'm Alicia Michalisic-Gonzalez, host of the Real Talk podcast and an emergency doctor with Fituity, a physician-led and owned partnership comprised of doctors, advanced providers, and industry professionals working together to provide compassionate, quality, acute care to patients across the nation. Vituity's number one goal is to be at the heart of better care. But in considering what's important to us and prioritizing the wellness of our clinicians and employees, Vituity has also made diversity a focus of their work. The following episode is brought to you by members of one of Vituity's enterprise resource groups, created to provide support for different demographic groups within our organization. Our hope is to amplify stories from the diverse community of healthcare workers we proudly work alongside, while acknowledging the unfair systems we continue to struggle with in our country, and then work together to change them. This is Real Talk Unplugged. Hi, I'm Michael Broom, IT Senior Manager of Products with Fatuity, and welcome to Real Talk, a place where healthcare professionals share stories about their human experiences that have shaped and affected their careers working in medicine. Today, we'll hear from Tafik Ibrahim, a practice administrator with Fatuity. Before we hear from Tafik, I ask, I ask for you to close your eyes and imagine what is your initial image of Tafik? When you hear his name, when he speaks, just make a mental note of what is your initial thoughts. My name is Taufik Ibrahim. Tell me, honestly, as you imagine in your head, what do you see? What do you assume I look like? Where do you think I'm from? What do you think I do for a living? I'll tell you one thing. I think we all know you're not imagining a 45-year-old Caucasian furniture salesman. (laughs) And you're right, I'm not. But what do you imagine? And what does it mean that you all assume that? Just by hearing my name? Well, once again, I'm Taufik Ibrahim, a 6'2", 200-pound black man, figuring it out in America. I'm going to share a few anecdotes of my life that is part of my life and part of me, but doesn't define who I am or where I'm heading in my life. The first story I would like to share is one of confusion, but also realization that was made aware to me by my parents. My parents gave me this name, not because it was just a unique name or a cool name, but because my name, Taufiq, it's powerful. The name Tawfiq comes from the Quran. It's of Arabic Muslim descent, and it means success. But the way it's spelled comes from my Nigerian heritage, which also means a gift from God. So with my name, I experience discrimination, preconceived notions of who I am and what I look like, as well as the token, where are you from? or I don't know how to say that, or mispronunciation. So even today, I still get the, how do you say that? Or after I say my name, Taufik, their response is, that wasn't so hard. It's spelled the way it sounds, or it sounds the way it's spelled. So as a kid, my family moved us from 
the rather unique uh, disadvantaged backgrounds of East Orange, New Jersey, to a more suburban lifestyle in Linden, New Jersey. And I attended a school I experienced for the first time in my life discrimination from other kids, neighbors, and unfortunately, people that are placed in role model positions. I experienced teachers isolating me to certain situations, potentially failing me because I didn't look like everyone else, or I didn't speak like everyone else, but I was able to traverse it with my parents' support, my community support, as well as my willingness to always persevere. It was a great experience overall. It definitely made me a better person to be more inclusive and to be more willing to understand other people with different backgrounds. The next story is one that I face much too often in trying to find a career you want, find a career that suits your skills, interests, and experience. So we've all been there. We're in between jobs and we're just looking for a quick gig to make a quick buck. And me being in that situation, I decided to pursue a job opening at Edible Arrangements. And in applying, I got a job interview that same day to meet with the representative at Edible Arrangements. I spoke with the person on the phone and she wanted to see me and speak with me about the opportunity. But upon meeting her, she had a very puzzled look on her face, one of confusion. I didn't pick it up at the time, nor did I pick up at the time the next event that I would experience. So during the interview, she asked the typical questions. Why do you want to work here? What are your past experiences? Why should we hire you? And like typical, I answered through all those questions. I did a great job. I was comfortable, calm, and collected. But there was one question she asked that I was, I didn't pick it up at the time, unfortunately. But later, in, upon reflection, I realized that that question was inappropriate. She asked me about my religion. And if I was Muslim, no. And I said, no. Then she went on from there with the rest of the questions. And she said that she would call me at the end of the week. Ultimately, she did not. And upon reflection, I realized that because of my name, she assumed I was of maybe Middle Eastern, Asian, or Arabic descent. And maybe she was looking for an individual with that background or given an opportunity to one of that background. But I wasn't that person for her. And I was considering going and reaching out to the authorities for racial discrimination or religious discrimination. But I opted not to because... I would rather work for an organization or give my time for an organization that would accept me for my experience, my expertise, and my education, and not just discriminate me because of where I come from, my name, or my appearance. My final story is still in the same realm of the career and trying to, you know, find that career you're looking for. And it still stems with job applications. The funny thing about job applications, it's, it can be very, very rigorous and difficult trying to find the right job or even get an opportunity to sit in the front of the right people to get the right job. So one day I was applying to jobs, and this is when I was in the higher education field before my transition to healthcare. I would apply to these schools, these universities for administrator job, and I wouldn't get them. And I would have colleagues that I've worked with either through internships or through collaborations, getting all these great jobs or even getting the opportunity to interview for these great jobs. 
and I wasn't even getting calls. So I decided to do an experiment. I would create one resume with my full name, Taufik Ibrahim. Then I'll create another resume and use a whole nother name. As a Nigerian, if you're not all too common or no, we're given six names at birth. So one of my names is Daniel. And my last name is Ibrahim, which is Islamic for Abraham. The same Abraham from the Bible. So for that resume, I created a whole new person, Daniel Abraham. Now that kind of sounds like a 45-year-old white (laughs) furniture salesman. So upon submitting these two resumes, ironically enough, Daniel Abraham was getting calls. And upon that, I realized that a name means a lot in certain instances. It doesn't say that Taufik Ibrahim is less than Daniel Abraham. It just means for this environment, Daniel Abraham is more accepted than Taufik Ibrahim. There's times I was considered changing my name and my parents were well aware of it and they supported it. But ultimately I decided not to because I love my name. I love the way I look. I stand out, I'm unique. Every time I walk into a room, I know the airships because the rooms I'm going into now, not everyone looks like me. But more importantly, my name is my name. In the beginning of the podcast, I asked you to take a mental note of how you imagined Tafiq. When you initially heard his name and how he speaks... Has the image changed since you heard his story? For me, when I first met Tafik, I'll be very honest with you, even I made some assumptions about him just from seeing his name in in his email. Then when I met him, I found myself running through this series of checklists, right? He's a little darker than I am. He has a slight accent. His name clearly sets him apart from most. As a black man myself, I thought I had it bad, but I knew instantly life was much harder for him. Yet, he persevered, and he continues to do that. So food for thoughts. Having preconceived image of someone based on their name or physical traits is, is very normal, right? Your life experiences play a role in that, which is very, very normal. How you act on those predetermined thoughts is the key. For me, empathy is my go-to That's how I react. What is your go-to when you have these predetermined thoughts, when you see someone or hear someone who's different or see their name? Thank you to Tafik Ibrahim for sharing his story today with us, to the team at Fatuity for their support of the podcast, to Marco Gonzalez, our sound engineer, and to all of you for listening. I'm Michael. And this is Real Talk. Want to connect with the Real Talk podcast or record your story with us? Start at realtalk.transistor.fm or you can follow the link in the show notes for this episode.